0: Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Hey there, I'm Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We may not have taken the traditional path in life, But we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world. And we have the power to help people live their best lives every day. Yes, there are those who try to convince us that our industry is vain and that it's superficial. But we prove them wrong every day. Because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart. So don't let our good looks fool you. Because we may not have taken the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by quote-unquote conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective, and because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? Well, it's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business because we're beauty professionals. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress-up. We're the creatives. We're the loud ones. We're the weirdos. We're the ones that just won't listen. We're the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the door open as a way for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits, troublemakers, and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels, and don't forget, we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty industry insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and also my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing. It's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented people in the world. So here, you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and to grow your business as a beauty industry professional have any questions, would like to be featured, or looking for a speaker for your next event, simply contact me. You can contact me through my website, jrenee.com, that's j-a-y-e-r-e-n-e-e.com, and you can find me there. You can also find me on Instagram at beautyindustryj. And with that, I hope you enjoy this episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. Hey guys, so I wanted to, um, if you've Follow me on Instagram and you saw my videos from the other day, you know that I was talking about net neutrality and I said that I would be um, following up um, with a podcast talking about um, the loss of the potential loss of net neutrality in um, kind of a relationship or how it may affect or could affect the beauty industry and most importantly beauty industry professionals. Um, first I would like to say thank you to um, everyone who's been listening um, especially in the last couple of weeks um, I, I'm, I'm just like just just humbled and I'm just glad that you guys are really um, appreciating um, the podcast and the episodes um, even though I was on a, a three-month hiatus for a little while um, it's good to be back the last couple of weeks and um, even while I was gone I've had um People still listening and um, keeping in contact, and of course, I still had clients that I was um, helping with some projects. But I really want to say thank you um, to you guys. And as always, if you have any questions um, with anything um, that I'm saying in the podcast, or um, that you find on the website, or that you um, hear me say um, while I'm speaking, or whatever, at any time, please feel free to um, send me an email um, at j jay at jrenae dot com. Um, Or just to direct message me um, via my Instagram, and I'm on Instagram at BeautyIndustryJ. I also want to send a special thank you and a little shout out to um, (laughs) to the West Coast, um, especially San Francisco, San Francisco, um, and Costa San Francisco, Costa Mesa, and um, and San Jose. Um, I, I have a lot of more um, good amount of listeners um, from from that area and you guys um, have definitely um, shown support. And I, if I could be honest, I could say since um, I started the podcast um, in May, um, San Francisco probably all, I get probably half of my listen listens um, from San Francisco, and that's, like, for the, the whole site, and that's been consistent, so, um, of course, I can't really drill down, um, so I don't know exactly where you guys, um, are from. I'm wondering if, if, um, there's anyone from Paul Mitchell in Costa Mesa, um, out there listening, um, as a Paul Mitchell Partner School graduate, um, I'm always curious. But anyway, um, even if you don't have any questions, you guys can reach out to me um, with any questions, comments, you like the podcast, you don't like the podcast, like give me your feedback. Um, and if there's some other kind of information that you would like, just let me know. I'm kind of open. To share my thoughts, my opinions, and my research um, on the industry. Um, And, you know, so that my job is to to help you guys. So, if you would like um, help or assistance or my opinion in other areas besides what you find currently on the podcast, please um, feel free to um, let me know. And I am in the process of planning um, or scheduling dates for um, uh, an upcoming tour that I have um, on the East Coast here. Um, I'm planning that now, and I'll be planning that between now um, and February. I'll be finished my dates, and I um, plan to get start- that started between late February. Um, I'll be doing that late February and April. Um, and then I will be, prior to the summertime, probably late spring, I'll be planning for um, a West Coast tour of um, different um, beauty schools, Um, organizations um, and other places where I'll be coming to speak. So um, if you are in the West Coast or even on the East Coast, if you want to um, get in on my schedule um, so that I can come and visit your school business or organization, um, just feel free to contact me. So let's get started. Um, So the loss of net neutrality and the beauty industry. So the loss of net neutrality, in my opinion, has the ability to affect the beauty industry and its professionals on a, a, a massive scale. And the, the thing about this is, we don't really know um, how this is going to play out. We have, I think, the list is ab- about like 15 to 20 states that are um, that are suing um, the the FCC. Um, in terms of individual states, so that they can kind of block it or stop it or kind of temporarily figure out, you know, something else um, statewide. Because even if um, it's passed, um, even if you know net neutrality, uh, the the vote has gone and the way to, to let it go, it's still up to the states to um, impose it and to figure out how they're going to um, allow the internet service providers to function um, and come up with their their own parameters statewide. So it's still things are still kind of up in the air. We really don't know what's going on, but I still wanted to, um, I, I need to share this information with my fellow beauty professionals because I want you guys to be prepared. Now over the years, um, beauty professionals have been really able to um, utilize not just the internet but its technology um, in ways that have been able to um, allow us to get new clients easier um, and to keep more of the clients that we're getting. Um, And we were able to do that, um, like I said, easier. And not only that, it's been more cost effective than it's ever been before. Um, And then not only that, like thousands and thousands of people have been able to create and sustain beauty industry businesses thanks to the different technologies um, that's come from um, the Internet. So in many, many ways, the Internet as we know it. Um, was a great tool that was used to effectively encourage small business um, growth and also economic growth and economic activity um, in areas and communities that are typically or that have um, commonly and have been a lot of times left out of other markets and other industries, right? So the beauty industry in general has always been an industry where, um, people can come in from any socioeconomic, um, background. You can come from a low income area, whether it's rural or urban, um, and you're able to, um, take your career um as high as possible. So it's it's been an, an industry that has always been what you want to make it as a professional. It's not it's never been one of those industries that's really um exclusive or, or hard to get in. You can kind of get in on what level whatever level you want to be um and then you could rise to whatever heights you, you want to take your career to. And that's always been um one of the things that I love about the the beauty industry. Now as far as the internet one of the best things about it is that we kind of knew it as like the great equalizer, right? So, initially, or before, as far as the internet was concerned, all of the traffic was considered equal. So, basically, all the traffic was weighed the same. None of the internet traffic was given precedence over another, right? So, for instance, a small beauty salon down the street was able to compete with you know, a, a major beauty conglomerate in terms of um, speed or access to the internet. Now, in terms of traffic that you would get, um, of maybe some of the, the bigger um, companies may get more traffic in terms of their advertising, their marketing, but in terms of the traffic and the speed and the availability or accessibility of their website and their information, they, that was on a, um, on a level playing field. Now, here are two reasons that you should be paying attention to the potential loss of net neutrality. And um, also, after that, I'll show you, share with you what you'll need to do in order to ensure the future success of your business. So, as I was mentioning, the small um, salon, you know, advertising products and services versus a larger like beauty conglomerate, right? So, before like, as I said, you were able to kind of compete on an equal playing field. Let's say you're a local business. And this is really important for local businesses because, um, someone's in your area, they're searching for a colorist, they're searching for, um, someone that does hair extension, someone, whatever. Um, you have to think about what would happen to your current visibility if, certain companies, whether they had more research resources or they had connections to, um, to either the internet service providers themselves or sponsors of them or other companies that they have a relationship with, right? So think about what's going to happen to your current visibility online. Now, it doesn't matter whether it's social media or your own website. So much of this is Um, up in the air right now because, again, you don't want your traffic to be flushed out because you're not able to compete because you don't have the resources so that you can be on this quote-unquote fast track. Now, again, like I said, they're really not saying kind of... um, the internet service providers have not really said what they would do and what they weren't wouldn't do they really don't have a plan or they don't have a plan that they bless know about but what they were basically saying is that they were they want to create kind of a fast lane so basically a fast lane the 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 companies and the services which have a relationship with those Internet service providers will be given access They will have higher speeds. They will have more direct access and for people who don't necessarily have those relationships or for companies or individuals Who don't have their access? Let's say for instance your individual website could potentially um, Be on the I guess slower track, right? So you you don't know if you'll have um if you have web videos or tutorials or anything like that on your website, you don't know if the speed or the attention or the um, the speed that they'll be giving your website, if your website will even be able to function, right? Because you're, you're not on that fast track or that fast speed of internet. So you really don't know what's going to happen to your current visibility. And this could be um, the same with your social media, although social media platforms will... Um, that's going to be a little different because they're larger companies and they're going to pretty much, they're going to work out something. Now, whether you're going to have to pay for it or not, we don't know. But you want to you want to kind of be mindful and just kind of see what's going on right now. Um, we're, we're nowhere near close to, um, you know, having to really worry about things right now. Because um, we really don't know where things are going. Things are still kind of up in the air. But I want you to kind of get things going. What's going to happen to your visibility? Online and how would your business be able to function if you had to now not just compete with local companies, um, and if you now had equal access or equal um, your traffic was equal online versus now you not be possibly if people searching for your products and services in the area possibly you won't be found because you're flushed out because you're not on this fast track, so. Number two, for those of you who are content creators, now whether you publish your content online to make money um, via your own website or social media site um, or to educate your audience or as a marketing tool to get new clients or just a hobby, think about how you would feel if your audience just disappeared overnight. Now, I'm sure that you wouldn't be happy about that at all. Now, Because we don't know exactly how things will move forward, we all have to look at all angles and prepare ourselves for the worst. Um, I think that in this case, possibly a premium will be probably placed on your content and your audience will, in some way, shape, or form, have to pay for it. Now, whether it's directly to the internet service provider and them having higher fees, um to whatever, whoever their internet service provider or as I've seen some people, some places talking about each individual social media platform charging um, monthly for their services. So we again, I don't really know which way it's going to go, but either way, if they have to pay more money to access your content via their internet service provider or via um, social media platform, a few things you have to think about. And one of the things that you can probably bet on is that you're going to lose some of your audience, if not all of them. Um, so now let's say that you decide um, that instead of having content on multiple platforms, let's say you usually have content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um maybe a podcast or a few different areas, but you decide that now you're only going to concentrate in one of two areas, um, you may lose some of the audience because you don't know which um, platform that audience is willing to pay for. Um, Again, don't know exactly what's going to happen, but we got to look at all angles. Now, I'm not going to go further down this rabbit hole talking about how things could be, but I'll stop here. Um, with those two examples, because basically those are the things I want you to think about. I want you to think about, um, one, if you're not able to, your personal website or your information, um, is not going to be fairly, um, accessed online compared to other businesses, how would that affect you? Also, I want you to think about if your audience were to disappear, um, right now because of again lack of visibility or because of premiums placed on um certain sites to access the content and maybe your content your customers have to figure out if they're gonna pay for it or not so i want you to think about what would happen then what would happen if your visibility is gone and what would happen if your audience um base automatically disappear and would you be prepared for that so, again, my goal is to get you thinking and planning so that you can be prepared. I actually remember, and I mentioned on the, the YouTube, um, my Instagram um, post that I remember two of my mentors years ago, two separate occasions, talking about how people that they work with um, and some companies that they work with in their field either completely failed when the medium that they were using to um, communicate with and uh, make sales in the, with their businesses um, either changed in a major way, or it was completely um, outlawed to do business um, as as usual for them. So one of them um, spoke about how um, when the fax law, fax machine laws changed, how one person that they went uh, did business with had to totally rebuild the way that they did business, and this person was making, I mean really really good money like really good money and this person built their business to the point where they could send um, communications via fax and billing via fax and people would um, you know just mail in their their payments and they would send information via fax everything uh, most of the business was done via fax so because that was his primary way of communicating and making sales in um, building his business, when those laws changed, he had to completely rebuild. And obviously, rebuilding a business um, is not always easy, especially when you have to relearn other mediums of communication and other ways to do your business. And the other one, pretty much the same happened um, when the rules for telemarketing came. This person built their businesses um, uh, and the same type of businesses, but very uh, different niches. And so, um, this person built the first business which which uh, grew into sub niches based on telemarketing and then the way that um, they were able to do business via phone back then so once the laws changed for the do not just call uh, the do not call list and all these other things were implemented um, and some other rules uh, were changed like that person pretty much had to do the same thing although it wasn't to the effect I believe that the other one was but the point was they had to really, um, relearn how to do their business and these people were wildly successful making really good money and at the drop of a dime they had to completely restructure and rebuild their businesses because they weren't prepared to one communicate with the people that uh, they did business with and were able to make sales and build their business effectively outside of those two mediums why am I saying this Because I want you to know that it's important that if you have your business structured so that you're only relying on uh, the Internet um, as your primary source of doing business or communication, um, whether it's for leads um, and then sales. Basically, if it's for getting potential clients, getting new clients and communicating with after after clients, I want you to look at ways to do that. Outside of the internet, right? I want you to make sure that your business is multifaceted in it's communication I want you to think of all the ways that you are communicating With clients with potential clients um, With people who don't know who you are that you're looking to do business with Um, I want you to think about how you're doing (coughs) Excuse me how you're communicating with those people outside of the internet and if you have a business where The majority of your communication is done online. I need you to think of other options and other ways to um, communicate with your audience because I do not want you to have to begin to structure your business in a completely different way. I don't want you to have to start from ground zero in restructuring the way that you do your business. So that's the first thing that I'm gonna share with you in order to begin to protect yourself from the potential loss of net neutrality. Um, And maybe some of the potential changes that's going to be ahead of the internet. Again, we don't know what's going to happen. But what we do know is that the internet, whether it's in the next few months, in the next few years, I think fairly sooner rather than later, the way that... Um, The internet has operated a more kind of a free market system. um, I think that's going to be changed again uh, The internet has been known as the great equalizer Where so many people have access to information and things like that and anytime in my opinion when you have things like that sometimes um, It's only a matter of time before um, It's changed to a degree. So I want you and I need you to be prepared for these changes. So one begin to establish And or reestablish ways of communicating with your clients, potential clients um, and people who you don't know that you want to establish relationships with outside of um, outside of your business. Right. And two, I want you to not only think of ways to communicate in terms of with those people, but I want you to revisit your marketing and your promotional plans for your business. Do this right away and begin to figure out ways that you can promote your business outside the Internet as well. Um, and for some of these, the way that you communicate and some some of the ways that you'll market and promote, they'll kind of be similar. Now, grass, grassroots marketing campaigns are extremely effective for local businesses. And you should already have a grassroots campaign um, in your bag of tools. But if not, get started on one right now. Now, what do you mean by grassroots? Grassroots are, if you think in terms of Politics, right? When you have a grassroots campaign, that's people you have on the front line. So you think of um, creating relationships with people right there in the neighborhood. You could do this with community organizations, little league football teams um traditional um business cards events functions hosting events sponsoring events um etc you want to make sure that you put campaigns together that will get you noticed and get you um in front of people in your local area and to create relationships with them um in addition to um for as well again um communicating with people and your marketing promotion think of the ways other ways that you can do that. You can do that via email. You can do it via newsletters. You can do it again via hosting or sponsoring events um, by being out there in the community. There There are so many ways that you can communicate and market and promote yourself outside of the internet. So I just want to get your juices flowing to let you know that you eventually you're going to have to do this. So I don't want you to depend 100% on the internet. Again, I'm not telling that, telling you that this guy is falling and that you're going to lose everything. But I want you to know and be aware that significant changes can be on the way. And I want you to already have a head start. If you're, excuse me, if you're listening to this, and you at least start thinking and make a short uh, outline, even if you don't get it started, get started on some of these things, like, you won't have to panic if something happens and put a plan together. You you would have already have put a plan together and all you have to do is implement it. Ideally, I would want you to start implementing things right now, um... Because it's just better to have more forms of communication um, and marketing promotion uh, as well because people are in different ways. Some people, yeah, there are millions and millions of people online, but some people love a more personal touch. Some people like to receive information in various different ways. Like myself, I'm on the Internet. I love to read. I love newsletters. Um, so someone like me, you could kind of give me all kinds of touches. And in terms of when we're talking about sales and marketing or getting leads, some people need more touches than others, right? Right. Some people need to hear from you via email. Some people need to get a phone call from you. Some people um, need to hear from you on social media. Some people need to get something in the mail. So, but the common denominator is that when you, the more touches that you give people, the more times that you reach out to them, the more you are um, creating um, a bond, the more you are establishing loyalty, the more that you are um, establishing a relationship with that person. and. And the studies say that 50% of people or businesses never reach out uh, after the first time. 50% of people never reach out a second time. And I think about 70% of people never reach out a third time. And probably like only like 5% of people or companies or something like that reach out four times. So that if you are... If you have a business, um, no matter what kind of business it is, and you want to get people's attention, if you could reach out to them four times, you're doing better than 95% of people. And if I'm going to spend money, or I'm going to get advice, or I'm going to establish a relationship with someone, I'm going to establish someone, and I'm going to spend money with that person who is going to um, take more time to reach out to me to give me more touches, right? Okay. So... Let's step back (laughs) a little bit and, um, again, take a look at your business right now, right? And think of all the ways that the internet has helped it. Because, I mean, goodness, the internet has helped us in so many ways. Now, what if all that was taken away from you? Could your business survive? And if it survives, is it just barely going to get by? Or will you have to make cuts just to make it work? Right. So think about that. Let's get thinking. Let's get planning. Let's be active in our businesses and let's think for the future. Um, if you have any questions, I know that this is kind of a lot and I was probably a little all over the place. But if you have any questions on how to different ways that you can reach out to your customer base or your audience outside of the Internet, send me an email Um, direct message me on Instagram, I can definitely help you with that. Um, If you need help or advice or some ideas in terms of putting together a local grassroots marketing campaign for you, your business, or even your team, um, I can definitely help you with that. Um, And just any other questions. So I hope that you've enjoyed this. I hope that this kind of really gets you thinking um, and it kind of explains the importance of not just paying attention and knowing what's going on in terms of the potential loss of net neutrality, but in, uh, but just in general reminding you that it's better for you to have multiple ways to connect and to be able to do business with the people that you're doing business with. So with that, I am Jay Renee. I wish you peace purpose and happiness and i will talk to you soon thanks bye as a thank you from me to you for you guys being so supportive um over the course of this year i have a special 2017 holiday offer and that offer is for me to assist you for 30 days on just about any project of your choice for free yes if you want to start your own beauty line but don't know where to start you need to get your website together or you need to work on your branding you want to write a book you want to get your marketing plan um, in order i can help you on any one of these projects absolutely for free for the next 30 days as a gift from me to you now because there's only one of me and I can only do so many things at a time um, I have to limit this special offer to between 10 and 15 people Um, I've been lucky to been able to kind of free up my schedule a little bit over the next couple of weeks so uh, 10 to 15 people depending upon um, the people who first sign up what their needs are and what kind of uh, projects I will be working with them on. Now, I only ask you to do two things if you're not doing already. That is to follow me on Instagram at BeautyIndustryJ and to subscribe to my podcast New Beauty with J Renee either on iTunes or Stitcher um, and Android um, and the Android app or um, SoundCloud. So this is my 2017 holiday gift to you so you have no reason not to get started on your next big project so you can get a jump start on 2018. In order to take advantage of this free offer, you can go to jrenee.com, that's j-a-y-e-r-e-n-e-e.com slash 2017 holiday offer again it's jrenee.com slash 2017 holiday offer i will also put the link up on my instagram so that you can click on the link and then follow the simple registration and i will be in contact so i look forward to working with you and again thank you for all your support and throughout this 2017 year i wish you all the best and i'll talk to you soon